We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Our thanks to Dan Israel for joining us, Chiefs Radio Network. Uh, playing injured on the mend through the bye week for the Chiefs. Appreciate that from Dan. Appreciate Craig Porter in the first hour. You can catch both of those interviews if you missed them at kfhradio.com. All right. Uh, so we have Lance Leipold. He's moved his media availability to Mondays. So I, I know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but that's why, you know, sometimes we hear things from uh, from KU a little bit earlier in the week. Um, it's interesting, and we'll get to that sound in just a second. But, Tommy, you took a call uh, from a listener who we love, who listens to the show all the time, who's apparently accused me of being a KU hater. Uh, because that I have pointed out the possibility of exactly what's happening for KU this year, and curious about how the fans would receive it. Um, you know, I, well, number one, I'm not a KU hater. I've literally bet on them every week this season, so uh, definitely not a KU hater. Uh, but it's interesting that that level, and to be quite honest, I appreciate that level of defense from KU football fans because it it feels relevant again right you know that sort of um although i would say it's misguided anger is 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 because ku football is relevant again which is why we're having all these conversations which is of course a good thing it is but i i I don't i go back to what we talked about yesterday and and we've discussed it multiple times like i i I'm not going to move away from my position that even losing out you know over the last four games of the season chalks this season up to a disappointment I just don't believe that Uh, because five wins is substantially better than anything that Kansas has been able to put on the football field for the last 15 years it's a step in the right direction it's a building block and you know sure like expectations shift when you go to five and oh you get in the top 25 college game day comes to town but I think it's okay for expectations to shift back a little bit and to realize hey this is still a rebuild and we're still in the middle of a rebuild we've taken some really positive steps and even if that event happens, which I don't necessarily, I'm not sold. I don't believe that it really truly will. I think Kansas can still win another game and make it to a bowl. Uh, but even if they don't, I still chalk it up as a successful season. It, it will be a successful season, no question, when we look back to the expectation coming in. And it's and this is, we'll get to this Lance Leipold sound now because it's spot on relevant to what we've been talking about now for really the whole season. I mean, as this is happening, this storyline has presented itself as a possibility. 
and an injury, unfortunately, has played a ma- two injuries have played a major, major role in that. But it's not over. And and the reality is, Lance Leipold and this team feels a little bit of pressure now to get that final win, to get into a bowl game. And the fact that they do is meaningful. Here's Lance Leipold talking about those expectations and how they've changed in his time from KU this coming yesterday as he spoke to the media this week. You know, we're pretty frustrated. Obviously, we fell behind by a lot, battled back, but we lost by 12, right? A year ago, we lost a 12 to Oklahoma, and everybody stood up and clapped. So this program's come a long way, and we're proud of that. And, and, and now when people are frustrated with 12-point losses, we're probably where we need to be. Now we've got to get it fixed. God, I love that. And it is, it. it is perfectly what we've talked about. The fact that we're having this conversation is so refreshing. But it's still a conversation that has to be had. They got to get one more, Tommy. They got to get one more and get to that bowl. They have the talent to do so. Um, you know, they, they lost Daniel Highshaw for the season. Um, you know, he won't be back. But Jalen Daniels, uh, it looks like is trending in the right direction, which is solid. Um, and that's good. And, you know, he, he has that playmaking ability uh, to be able to keep the Jayhawks uh, relevant, you know, throughout the last four games of the season, if he can make it back in time for Oklahoma State, Jason Bean has filled in admirably. Uh, he's done some good things, but he's done some questionable things uh, also over the last couple of games. Um, but I, I think that, yeah, you mentioned the pressure is on Lance Leipold to win one more game and make it to a bowl. And I don't disagree with you, but I don't think that pressure is as heavy as you might think it is. I think that there's... I don't think it's, oh my God, you know, if you're Lance Leipold, man, I've got to get one more win because I've got to take him to a bowl this season. I think in Lance Leipold's mind, it is let's continue to improve and fix the mistakes and let's try to win as many games as we possibly can, but let's trend in the right direction as we we finish out the season. And I that's that's gotta be the motivation moving forward. Yeah, in you know, I, I think if you were to to ask him privately. Absolutely, he wants to get one more win to make it to sure. a bowl game. But more than anything else, he wants this program to continue to be moving in the right direction, bowl game or not. Yeah, and 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 that will have happened, right direction, um, as long as he's there. Um, I, I think either way, but I do I do get the sense that it will be. I don't even know deflating's not the right word because deflating would be what I don't think it will be. Disappointing, I think, is the right word. I think fans will be appropriately disappointed if they don't get the bowl game after a 5-0 and start. We saw this in 2009, right? I, I think a totally different kind of buzz than in 2009. In yeah, 2009, um, the buzz was really bad. Uh, and and you, could, you could see the edge of the cliff in 2009. Yeah. That was right around the time that the investigations into Mark Mangino started. And you could kind of tell that, you know, you're staring right into – into the headlights of an oncoming freight train, and it's taken this long uh, to get away from it. So, I mean, yeah, the, the buzz is significantly different now. Even if they lose out, even if they finish 5-7, and seven, even if they miss a bowl game, the buzz is significantly different than it was in 2009. And I don't think that's going to happen, and I don't think you do either. I do think they'll find a way to get at least one more win, um, and it will feel all the much sweeter if they do it despite the unfortunate injuries that they've had but they're going to do it as an underdog. 
in every game that they play the rest of the way. They're going to be an underdog. And that's okay. They've gotten plenty of wins. They've been an underdog all but, what, one week, I think, this year, the opener? I think that was the only time they were favored in a game, I'm pretty sure. Um, So nothing new, you know, for this team. It's going to take a good game from Jason Bean. It's going to take some big plays. It's probably, Tommy, going to take a big-time performance collectively from the defense, which we've seen in spurts, right, the last two weeks, two good halves and two bad halves. So it will take that, and it may have to come on the road. And all of those things are out there, but that's why I think people like Lance Leipold anyway, the fact that he can coach and, and get that done. They, you know, they, they've won games this year where their back was against the wall. They're going to have to do it again. And yeah, the, I'm the excited defense, I think, to see it. Yeah, the, the word that you used a few weeks ago uh, to describe the, the Kansas defense was opportunistic, and I think that's exactly the right word. Um, they're not going to – they don't have the talent right now to be a shutdown defense from start to finish. That's just not who they are. But they can get takeaways, and we saw that against Baylor. They had a couple of picks. Melo Dotson, Craig Young uh, had uh, interceptions. Jeremy Robinson forced that fumble, which was great. Um, so they, they're opportunistic for sure. Um, But they've got to try to find a way to at least limit what these teams can do on the ground. They have been gashed defensively in run defense over the last couple of weeks against Oklahoma and against Baylor. Uh, So they've got to find a way to try to stem that a little bit. But if they can continue to be opportunistic and get takeaways, that's going to keep Kansas in every game that they play in from here on out. Here we go. Uh, You know, I, I just... It doesn't feel to me like Jalen Daniels is going to get back in there. Um, and I just I, – I don't know that we're ever going to get a, a straight answer on that. I think he will. Um, I think he'll be back. I hope so. I hope so because he's too I don't, I don't see any player. reason why he wouldn't. And, you know, the the fact that on Saturday he's he's on the sideline in full pads and he's throwing the football around. That's got to be a good uh, sign, right? That's got to be a great sign. And you enter into a bye week. You get another opportunity to to get a little bit more healthy. Um, at, at this point right now, until I'm told otherwise by Lance Leifold, I am full systems go in believing that Jalen Daniels will start against Oklahoma state. That's my belief only, but that's what I'm riding with until I'm told otherwise. Yeah. I don't know what to think. It was weird that that report went out when they thought it was the season and that it was, it was disputed so quickly. And I, I think what that told me at that time was we don't know and they don't know, um, that, that's sort of what that felt like to me. We'll find out. They got to. I, I think at this point, though, you expect him to be able to get a win, even without him. And if he's able to come back, it could be a whole lot better. If Jalen Daniels is back healthy, this is a totally different conversation. I think. Um, so that's that's sort of the the vibe of Lance Leipold yesterday. I just I loved the twelve point losses last year were cheered for, and now they're just that that just is such a perfect. Um, description of of the progress of this program and and you know they've got plenty of opportunities here to get to that bowl game i mean it'll be if they get one more win and it's the whatever bowl the cheese it bowl like it's going to be as excited any team's ever been to play in whatever that bowl game ends up being as we've ever seen because people will go nuts for it 100 percent, and you know in the meantime um, if you want to be outed as a KU hater, I'm happy to have that conversation with you. We can we can talk <laughs> it out. We can break it down if you want to. Because I you know I, I don't necessarily uh, think you're a KU hater, but I, mean, I do think you play not. devil's advocate quite a bit, and that's okay. I get it. 
I, 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 all I do is observe things, and it's not like anything I've said is outrageous. It's literally exactly what's happening, right? I, I said, I said in the beginning, there's a real chance this team goes five and zero and loses the next seven. There is a real chance. That's not hating. That's just pointing something out, and like, it doesn't. Here's the reality of anything, and and we were joking about this yesterday. Um, I in TV, we get emails. It's not every day, but it's it feels like. Most of the time, right? At least once a week, we get emails that we either hate KU, hate K-State, or hate Wichita State, right? The reality is I grew up in the Texas Panhandle and have absolutely no allegiances to any of those schools. Don't know anybody that went to any of those schools other than the friends we've met here, right? I root for them all. Like, I want them all to be awesome. All three of them have provided me wonderful opportunities that I could never replace in my life. I want them all to be great. I want them all to be successful. But our job here is to observe things and talk about them. And and it's this way with the Chiefs too. There's a lot of time when we're talking about the Chiefs, people take offense to that. And that's being a fan. And all that ever means to me is that your team's doing pretty well, right? Because when you're not, t- you know, if your fan glasses aren't on and and you're not like, ready to fight back. That just means probably your team's not in relevancy. KU football has, you know, people haven't accused me of being a KU football hater. Maybe ever. And that's just because KU football hasn't had the relevancy. They do now, which is why people take offense. I suspect, Tommy, we're going to see the same sort of thing with K-State basketball, right, this year. If things aren't off to, you know, just this white-hot start. It's not that we don't love the job that Jerome Tang's doing there. We do. But right now, you can make a reasonable argument that they may be at the bottom of the league. And that's going to annoy people or, or make them angry or, or make them feel like that's a shot at the program. It's not. It's just an observation of of what, what we see. And what we see is one of the toughest leagues in the country. KU football is not any different than that. What we've seen forever and what we can see on this roster is, or at least for me, is, yeah, they're on the come. But the schedule's backloaded, and we've known that the whole time. And now you also have to throw in a Jalen Daniels injury. I mean, it's it is what it is. It's not hating; it's it's observing. Well, I, I think the K- difference I, again. I want them to win every game they play. I, I think the difference is is that yeah, the observing is there, but then the interpretation of those observations can you know that can be up for debate a little bit, right? Like, what does that mean? And what 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 do you feel and how how does that all play into the overall direction of the program? And, you know, we can both observe the same thing that that, you know, the the back half of the schedule is loaded for Kansas football. They win their first five. They could potentially lose their last seven and miss out on a bowl game. That's that's reality. That's the way that it is. But how do you interpret that? And, And what does that mean moving forward? And are you more glass half full or glass half empty? And I think that and I'm not suggesting that you're glass half empty. But I, I think I'm a little bit more bullish than you are on the way that the, the future looks right now if they do lose out, if they do finish five and seven. I think you're going to end up a little bit, I think you feeling a little bit more disappointed about what could have been than I potentially will be. That's just my I will be disappointed. Yeah, I would be disappointed in what could have been for sure. I don't think that it, what, what I always, and I always ask the question to you because I know you've grown up as a KU fan, like, how is that going to be perceived? Because the possibility of it happening exists. I don't know, which is why I asked the question. I suspect that there will be a level of disappointment. And now I fear, and I don't know this, but I fear that it 
could have an impact on Lance Leipold's future. Again, that's a that's a, just an observation of of all the storylines that are out there. I hope that it has none, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't wonder if it does. And and those are the realities. Here's the other reality. There is far more pressure and opportunity for disappointment the rest of the way here for K-State than there is for KU, right? K-State is very much on the edge. They're not quite to the edge yet, but the possibility absolutely exists for K-State to have a disappointing year if they, you know, if, if things fell apart. Now, I think, again, I don't think they're on that edge yet. They have another big game coming up this weekend, and we suspect Adrian Martinez will play. And if he does, and they lose to Oklahoma State, now they're going to be toward that edge. Because if they're not in the top three to four of the league, I do think it will be a disappointing year. Um, and I do think there's more pressure there because KU's already exceeded their preseason expectation. K-State hasn't met its preseason expectation yet. I feel like there's more pressure there for them. Um, which is why, again, it was very disappointing to see all the injuries that happened within a game last week that they were up 28 to 10. And it was one of the strangest things I've ever seen to try and just, it, it, it was, you know, like even, even larger effect to what we saw against TCU for KU, right? Like the injury, you felt like it, you, God, we had them. Like we could have won that game and, and injuries happen. And that, that really is unfortunate, but I, I love it. I love that KU Fans are excited enough to throw on those fan glasses again for football and take offense and back up their program. That just means relevance, right? And relevance is what we've hoped for KU football now. I'm trying to think if it's been all eight or nine years I've been here. I, I think yeah. that it has. Yeah, it has I, I'm trying been. to remember those first years. I I, I I don't I don't recall exactly, but it's yeah, relevance for a long time. Relevance is what we've hoped for. For KU Forever, let's squeeze in a call on this. Scott uh, wants to chime in. Scott, what's going on? Hey, guys. Have we heard anything more about Highshaw? Um, I, I, his, his is year-ending, I believe. Is that right, Tommy? That's my understanding, and it, it, it doesn't sound like I mean, barring something crazy that, that we'll see him again. I mean, it's and, – and I don't believe that – I don't, I don't yeah, believe, that, it yeah, is I don't believe that – yeah, I, I from what we saw, you know, it was a hip injury. Um, I can't imagine that going into the last few weeks of the season that we would see him um, play at all. And and that that's a that's a huge loss. I mean, I don't think that can be understated at all. And Jacob, you've talked about that. No, before, he's, about he's, how their, he's their most he was their most physical runner. That was one hundred percent. You know, you got to have that physicality in the Big Twelve. You got to. I, uh, I and, think and, uh, in the losing Brooks also is another yeah. thing that's going to really. Really hurt him on the Kobe, Kobe had a chance, I think, to come back, um, and I haven't seen um, that latest injury news. But for Highshaw, you know, at the time when that happened with Highshaw, I thought, you know, to myself, and I think I said it here, the way that Bean was able to move the ball in the quick time that we saw him, I felt like the Highshaw injury was going to have a bigger impact on this team, even than Daniels at the time. Now, long term, I don't know that that's the case. But in the short term, I thought the Highshaw injury hurt him more than even the Daniels injury. And Highshaw was balling when he went down. Appreciate it, Scott. I, I totally, totally Thank agree you. with you. Yep. And, and I think that, you know, real quick on, on Kobe Bryant, we talked about the opportunistic defense. He's a ball hawk. 
and that you know he he's a he's a guy that contributes big time to that opportunistic defensive unit. They're, like I said, they're not going to be a shutdown defense this season. They don't have the personnel to do it, but they they gravely miss Kobe Bryant being able to be that ball hawk. Um, yeah, I don't know that we've gotten a definitive answer since he was carted off with that ankle injury. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we have a defined answer. It's hard in college. We don't get a lot of solid injury updates like we do in the NFL. Eight six nine twelve forty. Sports Daily rolling here on a Tuesday. We'll come back right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.